and welcome to the Outdoors Radio Show, The Bend, where you share the other parts of life in the outdoors, where you never know what's coming around the bend. I haven't gotten to do that in a while, you know? Just had to throw that in there. See if you're listening. I am your host, Rebecca Warner, a.k.a. Beck. As always, we love hearing from all of you. Comments, stories, ideas. Get a hold of us anytime. Call or text 305-900-BEND. That is, again, 305-900-2363. Or drop an email to bendradioshow at gmail.com. Joining me, as always, is my producer, sound engineer, and co-host, Jeff Tigger Earhart. You know, as we enter into this next coming week, I want to remind you all that National Park Week is kicking off. And with that in mind, I want you to take a quick glance at yourself, at your friends, at your family. Hey, I'm looking at Tigger right now. I know he loves hiking. But uh, just a quick reminder, there are over 400 different national parks alone to go out and venture into. So once you say, Tigger, this year we should challenge everybody to mark off at least one national park on their list. Well, isn't it going into National Park Week where it's free? Uh, Just on Saturday. Just on Saturday. April 22nd. Only on Saturday. So on, uh, okay, so depending upon when you're listening to this. Correct. Could be, okay, got it. Our spotlight today is on a giveaway that we held before Christmas. Before Christmas, we held our Over the Edge Outdoors giveaway to honor one of our active military or veterans, those that have given so much for us and our great nation. Our winner of the Texas hog hunt was Navy Vietnam veteran Craig Mergelman of Colorado. Now, I received this wonderful email from our winner's wife, Lindsay, right before they headed out this week on their Texas hog hunt. Here, let me read this for you all. Hi, Beck and Tigger. I thought I would send you an update on Craig's trip. We leave Thursday, the 20th of April for his hog hunt to Rock Springs, Texas. So they're out there right now. We will be staying on a ranch that has been recently donated to Over the Edge Outdoors. We will be hunting on Friday and Saturday. So they're out there after those hogs as we speak. And hopefully I will be able to send you pictures of the hunt. And if not, I'll send pictures of the area and the results of the hunt when we get home. Chris, the organizer of this hunt, has been wonderful to work with, and we are very excited about the trip. Lindsay Mergelman. Well, I have to say best of luck to Craig and Lindsay Mergelman. And if you listeners would like more information about Over the Edge Outdoors, they are a nonprofit organization dedicated to serving the men and women who have given years of their life in service to our great country. Over the Edge Outdoors mission is to provide veterans and active duty service members with connections to like-minded individuals. Using the healing power of nature and the great outdoors, they work to forge genuine and meaningful friendships between soldiers and veterans. To learn more about their mission at Over the Edge Outdoors, head to overtheedgeoutdoors.org. Now we head to the news. Australia, an Australian company recently created a meatball from an extinct woolly mammoth. The company used DNA from the mammoth to cultivate the meatball. The goal was to highlight how cells from unconventional species can be used to create new kinds of meat. The goal is for the company to begin selling Japanese quail later this year as well. Hmm, we'll be keeping our eyes on that one. Now, Tesla, Tesla, as in the car manufacturer. According to Reuters, 
Tesla employees are under fire for looking at drivers' private videos. Uh, uh, uh. The videos were captured by the cameras in the car and showed drivers in a multitude of various situations, such as private conversations. And Tesla employees allegedly circulated some of the videos. All I can say is, um, be checking those privacy settings from your vehicles to your phones to your TV, and we'll just leave it at that. Now, smartphones, charging. Oh, it's always so hard to figure out where to charge our phones, right? Well, CNBC has reported that the FBI is warning people not to charge their smartphones in public as scammers are infiltrating public chargers with malware and spyware that gives access to your personal information and phone. The FBI took to social media posting the following statement. Avoid using free charging stations in airports, hotels, or shopping centers. Bad actors have figured out ways to use public USB ports to introduce malware and monitoring software onto devices. Carry your own charger and USB cord and use an electrical outlet instead. We'll definitely be following up on this one, especially as we continue traveling throughout the next year. Now, I have what I'm going to call what the heck, according to Beck. Two Oklahoma City jail guards have been fined $200 apiece and ordered $300 in compensation to four prisoners they abused with the song Baby Shark. Yes, Baby Shark. That annoying song that been a children's song. I don't know what you want to say about it. It's been out for a few years and driving us all up the wall. Well, get this. The children's song was played on loop for two hours straight to punish the four prisoners. The prisoners sued for cruel and unusual punishment and won. I seriously cannot believe that this was even given time in court. I just have to say that. And the prison guards not only have to pay fines mentioned in the beginning, but they are also no longer able to work in law enforcement and must complete 40 hours of community service. And that's why I'm calling this a what the heck ridiculous. So what do all of us that have had to hear this children's song, Baby Shark, all these years get for that tune ever being recorded? And we've heard it a zillion times. Oh, the prisoners were in prison. That's okay. I better just close my mouth right now before I say what I really want to. <laughs> After the break, folks, we head to the field for a question on a terrific topic, shed hunting. Know what it is? Tried it? We've got information whether you're a hunter of sheds or just one that enjoys hiking and seeing what you find along the trail. The bed will be back right after this. This is Beck. First, I appreciate all of you for listening and making The Bend part of your week. Many of you have asked, how do I catch past episodes? The answer is super easy. Head to thebendshow.com and click on the shows tab. There you can listen to every episode all the way back to episode one. Podcasters, head to your favorite podcasting app and search The Bend. You'll find us. Be sure to follow and subscribe and never miss another episode again. 
The world-famous Mile City Bucking Horse Sale for 2023 features one of the largest one-day match bronc ridings in the world. Sunday, May 21st at the fairgrounds, a PRCA-sanctioned event with 32 of the best bronc riders in the world riding for a $50,000 purse. Sunday, May 21st of the Bucking Horse Sale weekend, paramutual wagering also available. Find the schedule and tickets online, buckinghorsesale.com. Hey guys and gals, this is John Armand with Ultimate Outdoor Adventures TV. Ultimate Outdoor Adventures TV travels the back roads to the backwaters in pursuit of the ultimate adventure in hunting and fishing. Join Team UOA every week for exciting action in the crosshairs of the outdoors. Catch Ultimate Outdoor Adventures TV on YouTube, Amazon Prime, and make sure to follow Team UOA on Facebook and Instagram to share in the ultimate outdoor adventure. Welcome back to the Outdoors Radio Show at The Bend. I am your host, Rebecca Warner, a.k.a. Beck, and joining me is my sidekick, Tigger. Now, as the snow has finally begun to melt in even the highest elevations, for many of us across the nation that enjoy big game hunting, as in hunting for deer, elk, moose, or hiking in general, or both, shed hunting, as in looking for antlers, is another fun activity. Some folks have built a business around it, using them to make home decor and such, while many others do so for fun, adding to the enjoyment of being in the outdoors, while others take it one step further and use it to even pattern deer. Find out if that 30-point buck made it to another season. Well, Heather Crowey, our field staffer and owner of Little Rack Taxidermy, brought this to our attention. Take a listen. Beck, I found some news. You might be more familiar with it than I am. It pertains to shed hunting. Shed hunting here in Illinois, we really don't have a season for. But what I found was out in the cowboy state, the state of Wyoming. Earlier in February, they were working on passing a bill that would declare antlers and horns on public land or property of the state. Also, it's looking at giving residents of Wyoming a week-long head start during the popular shed hunting season giving them that extra seven days before non-residents could come out. And I never really thought about shed hunting and how it might affect the herds. But once I got to reading and looking into it, it does make sense. You know, wildlife is wild. And then you get a bunch of people out there, I can see that it would change movements and patterns of the animals out there. So a bunch of people out looking for sheds could potentially move the herds. But I never, I never really thought about it because for us, it's just different, I guess. I mean, shoot, we even find them out in the fields and you know how hard they can be on tractor tires and equipment tires. So we just don't really think about it. There was a couple of residents who also weighed in on this during the time period that they had for comments. And some of them were a little upset by it. You know, some people make a family excursion. It's just, it's another season for them to enjoy the outdoors, enjoy family time, just like hunting and fishing. But they can see that it makes sense. However, one particular individual said they're not going to make the trip anymore because 99% of the sheds, and they go to the Jackson Hole area, are already picked up by the end of the first day. So Beck, what do you guys have up your way for shed hunting? 
First off, Heather, thank you for that great topic. You know, that topic for us to shed some light on. Get that, Tigger? I had to say the word shed light on. I see what you did there. (laughs) <laughs> I, I just had to make a pun. But in all reality, this has actually been a hot topic out in Wyoming. The shed hunting season is slated to start May 1st, as typically big game are starting to migrate to higher elevations away from shed hunting areas, as Heather had mentioned. That means shed hunters are not disturbing wintering big game, as at this point in the year, their fat storages are pretty low. So, Any unnecessary stress could really hurt them. However, this year, it's been a harsh winter and that's changed the timeline. I think Tigger can even attest to that. It's been brutal this year. We still have snow on the ground. Exactly. Well, the mass amounts of snow and extremely cold temperatures have not only killed many of these animals, but they've left the survivors extremely depleted. Also, the lingering snow has made it harder for big game to migrate to higher elevations as they typically are already beginning to do so. As a result, the Wyoming Game and Fish Department has said they are considering delaying an opening date for shed hunting season. They will make this decision here in the coming week or so. As you said, May 1st was supposed to be the slated start. Now, from my understanding, Wyoming legislature has passed two bills that will alter the shed hunting season for non-residents. Non-residents. The start date will begin May 8th for non-residents, and they will also have to now purchase a conservation stamp to legally shed hunt. However, the laws do not go into effect until July 1st of 2023. So the seven-day delay that Heather was mentioning will not affect non-residents until next year. So this has been a hot topic. And into her answer when she said uh, some of the other areas that you can go shed hunting. Well, for example, I looked into the North Dakota Game and Fish Department and they remind shed hunters that while while collection of naturally shed deer, elk and moose antlers is legal and no permit is required there, possession of antlers attached to the skull plate require a permit before possession is allowed. And reading further into this, this was such a great topic for her to bring up. States to beware of on top of Wyoming, South Dakota, Colorado, Utah, Idaho, all having the big four. And you know what those are? The big four, Tigger? We're talking whitetail, mule deer, moose, elk. When it comes to sheds, those are what we're all going after. And also don't overlook states. In the eastern part of the country, like Kentucky, Louisiana, or Virginia, I hadn't realized how hot of a topic shed hunting was until learning about this even in more depth, I guess, after she brought it up. Had you realized any of this, So Tigger? can you, is there a limit on how many you can have in your possession? Or that depends upon state or... Correct. Is that right that there is in some places there's a limit of what you can I have in don't your know about the limit of what you can have in your possession. However, it is definitely it is definitely by state basis. Every state has their own laws in regards to shed hunting and if it's allowed and then on top of it public land versus private land. Um so what I learned out of all of this so far and my best advice is if you are unfamiliar with not just the state, but the zone or area within the state, 
to call a game warden assigned to that designated location. Some states are even implementing changes to laws as we speak, and others have laws that differentiate between public or private land and seasons in place or are adding verbiage to outlaw methods such as one I had never heard of before, and that's antler traps. I'd never heard about those. And that's more in the southeast part of the country, Louisiana, for example. What is an antler trap? Uh, from what I could tell, it's a device that kind of when a, a buck is rubbing his head and the, and the antlers are starting to come loose, it will cause them to cut to come off a little quicker. However, the fear is that the animal could get caught in the trap itself. Before they're ready to be shed. Okay. You got it. Gotcha. You got it. And another state, for example, to watch out for, Utah Division of Wildlife Resources requires now the passing of an online ethics course in order to shed hunt. So I got to say, again, a great topic. And while we're still on this topic of shed hunting, I'm going to include hiking. This is also a great time to make sure you are double checking the area you're going to be exploring that you are understanding fully the difference between the public rights and property rights of, say, like a landowner before you go out and start well, you know, hiking around in the woods, you don't want to go and trespass on someone's land and, or the other way around. You don't want to accidentally find something really, really cool. It could be amazing and then take it home with you and later find out uh, 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 you aren't supposed to be doing that. And uh, different states have different posting signs of what is allowed and what isn't allowed. It's very different from state to state, border to border. You got it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So there you have it. Before you head out, rather you're hiking, camping, going to the backcountry, just double check on all those rules and then you'll be good to go and you'll have a great time. After the break, we've got ideas for being neighborly and a spring cleaning item that will make your home cabin or camper much more enjoyable this upcoming summer. The Ben will be right back after this. The hunt is planned. The guide is booked. The trip is blocked off in the calendar. But one huge detail remains, preserving that trophy, creating a memory that will last a lifetime. Little Rack Taxidermy has that fast, friendly service to fulfill your taxidermy in a timely, professional manner. Reach out to Heather with Little Rack Taxidermy through Facebook at Little Rack Taxidermy or send an email to heatherjoe23 at hotmail.com. Little Rack Taxidermy, bringing back the natural look. Shooting ducks, skinning bucks, I'm a hunting princess in a pickup truck. You asked for it, you got it. Watch the Cowboy Channel anytime, anywhere with the Cowboy Channel Plus. Live stream the Cowboy Channel or watch your favorite PRCA rodeos on demand. Classic PRCA rodeos added weekly. Get the Cowboy Channel Plus for only $9.99 a month or save 25% by signing up for a full year. Visit CowboyChannelPlus.com to sign up and start streaming today. The 2023 World Famous Mile City Bucking Horse Sale starts May 6th and 7th with horse racing. Also, Mother's Day weekend, May 14th, moms are admitted free. And this year, we've added horse racing May 19th, 20th, and 21st as well. May 18th is a concert with Mitchell Tenpenny at 8.30, Stolen Road, and Copper Mountain Band leading off at 6 p.m. There's bronc riding, mutton busting, wild horse racing, a bronc match, street dance, and more. Online for schedule and tickets, buckinghorsesale.com. Welcome back to the Outdoors Radio Show, The Bend. I am your host, Rebecca Warner, aka Beck. I've got some dates to mark down 
what's happening now or in the near future that you aren't going to want to miss. First off, the National Park Week, April 22nd through April 30th, is kicking off. And as a result, Saturday, April 22nd is a free day at all National Park Service sites that charge an entrance fee. However, with over 400 sites within the National Park system, this is a terrific reminder, everyone, to enjoy our beautiful country this year. Next, do you love rodeo action? Make plans now. May 18th through the 21st will be the world-famous Mile City Buck and Horse Sale. Top-notch rodeo action, a trade show. Country artist Mitchell Tenpenny is going to kick off this four-day event, and it wraps with the world's biggest one-day PRCA match bronc ride. That's May 18th through the 21st, Mile City, Montana. Now, this last date to mark on that calendar, I'm bringing it up now so that you can have some fun with this one. And now I know that we are all adults and the thought of May Day and May Day baskets are one that triggers childhood memories. However, here's my challenge. Take this year's May Day. It lands on a Monday this year, May 1st, to start out someone's week on the right foot. Create something of an adult May Day basket and leave it on a doorstep as you drive by. Ideas. Here we go. Take a basket or a box. Keep it simple. Toss some tissue paper or something like that to give it some color in that basket or box and just place a few fun items that you probably already have. Share some of that homemade jerky or jelly and jams you made this last fall. Trail mix, salty chips or licorice or have some of those little sampler bottles of booze or wine. Toss in a can of beer. Just have fun with it. Or Here's one more other idea I have that I love just as much, and it is to use this as an opportunity to check on your neighbors. Swing in and just be neighborly. If you want to bring along some fresh baked cookies or any other examples I just gave, but regardless, I would bet that more times than not, those neighbors or old friends would love just seeing you. Next on my list, here's my last one. I've been seeing campers and boats being pulled out of storage at a high rate. And as I was spring cleaning here around the cabin, those, you know, those items that get easily overlooked, I realized there was a tip I should share. And you're going to want to take care of this one now versus later. Talking more about your home, cabin, or camper. And that is before the really big mosquitoes flies, those gigantic cluster flies, you know what I'm talking about? And if you live near a barn, the horse flies, they can become vicious later in the year. Well, as you're cleaning windows, replace your screens. I couldn't believe just this last week, as it had warmed up a tish, I took the time to start cleaning windows. And before I knew it, I had a half dozen screens either needing repairs or new ones altogether made. It wasn't a break the bank kind of headache but more or less one of those stay ahead of the game jobs. Best to do now and then enjoy those warmer temps ahead. Lastly, for the hungry, (laughs) I have one last news announcement. Subway, yes, Subway, as in the favorite sandwich maker, is capitalizing on the popularity of the sport pickleball. Yep, you heard me right. The sport pickleball. The sandwich called the pickleball Club will contain ham, American cheese, smoked bacon, lettuce, tomatoes, 
dill pickle, honey mustard, and red onions. Expect to find this new addition on Subway menus across the country beginning April 27th. We're all hungry now. At least I am, I know. That's a wrap for this week, folks. Thank you to my producer, sound engineer, co-host Jeff Tigger Earhart. We'll be looking forward to sharing the details on that Texas hog hunt. Our veteran winner, Craig Mergelman, and his wife, Lindsay, are on now. Thanks to the crew over at Over the Edge Outdoors. Check out that great nonprofit when you have a chance, overtheedgeoutdoors.org. And a big thanks to our field staffer, Heather Crowey, for digging up another terrific topic, shed hunting. Have you found any biggins yet? Let's see them. And remember, we sure do enjoy hearing how all parts of the country are doing. So please, we invite you to call or text in your area's field reports. That number again is 305-900-BEND. Again, that's 305-900-236. And as you all keep making those memories, be sure to keep sending in those pictures by email, bendradioshow at gmail.com and always tagging at The Ben Show on social media. And by the way, if you missed part of this episode or you want to hear past shows, you can find them all on the website, thebendshow.com. And be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcasting app. And a little FYI, if you are into YouTube, you can find us there too. Looking to change things up for your next event, conference, or awards banquet? Have us, Tigger and Beck, entertain your crowd. We are PRCA Pro Rodeo card holders, where Tigger is a pro rodeo announcer, and we are PRCA music directors. From MCs to event headliners, public speakers, to acting as a host couple, let us make your gathering extra special. From ranching, cattle, hunting, fishing, camping, and rodeo, plus so much more, including did you know that Tigger is also an auctioneer? Try spicing up this year's upcoming fishing tournament. How about you have us, Tigger and Beck, auction off your fishing Calcutta to add to the excitement. Regardless of the crowd, we have the stories to share with the laughs to be had. Thank you to our partners, Ditelli Outdoors, About You Photography, Buckstorm, Little Rack Taxidermy, Mickey's Mustard, ToxicCalls.com, Wobble Creek Outfitters, Atlas Tracks, RFD TV, and the Cowboy Channel. Finally, a big thanks to all of you listeners out there that came along. And whether you're coming or going today, stay with us as we ranch it up. And remember to keep up with me, Beck, all week long by following The Bend on Facebook and on Instagram at The Bend Show. This is Rebecca Warner. Catch Beck if you can next week on The Bend. The Bend.